0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by loss. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: How would you like a 15% discount to my daily email, the stack of stuff, the show notes, discounts to the conference, all of that? All you need to do is text the word "show" to three three seven seven seven. You'll get the annual subscription with a 15% discount to my daily email. You'll get the stack of stuff, the links to the show notes, discounts to the conference, and so much more. All you have to do is text the word "show" s h o w To 33777. Tech Show to 33777.
0: Welcome to
1: the Eric Erickson Show Podcast, Hour 2. Hello, America. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877 973 7425, should you wish to be on the program. I want to take your calls uh, here because we got people who've been waiting on the phone for a while. I want to be respectful of y'all's time as well. But before I do that, I will this segment, if I can make this point. This is probably the biggest alarm bell that is going off uh, with Democrats, and it dropped at NBC News today. Here's the headline. More voters are rating Trump's presidency as better than expected in hindsight. Voters are delivering a poor assessment of President Joe Biden's job performance as he and former President Donald Trump prepare for a 2024 rematch. They are also looking back more fondly than before on Trump's tenure in office. Just 14% of registered voters say Biden has done a better job as president than they expected he would, according to the latest NBC News national poll. Another 42% say Biden has done a worse job than they expected, and 44% say his tenure has gone about as they expected. But 40% say Trump's presidency was better than expected, with 29% saying it was worse and 31% saying it was about as expected. The marks for Trump are slightly better than they were when NBC News asked the same question about his administration in August 2018. Then 29% of registered voters said the Trump administration was going better than expected. 27% said worse, 43% about as expected. Biden's low marks come in part from disappointment from inside his own party. While 52% of Democrats say his administration has met expectations, 30% say it's been better than expected, 18% say it's been worse. Trump inspires more enthusiastic Republican loyalty, 80% of his party says his administration was better than expected, 6% say worse, 24% say about as expected. Critically. Trump also fares better than Biden with independent voters. 38% of them say Trump's administration was better than expected. 43% says it's expected. 18% say worse. Just 6% of independents believe Biden's administration is going better than they expected. 52% say it's going worse. Those are some really big red flags for Team Biden. And when you couple that with the special prosecutor's report, I mean, this this is seriously damaging. It is legitimately, seriously damaging to the Biden administration when you couple this that voters are in hindsight saying, actually, you know what? Trump's administration was pretty good, better than expected. Couple that with this that um, they don't like Joe Biden, particularly independents, and also he's senile. That's pretty damning something the Democrats are going to have to pay attention to. Now, to the phones we go, 877-973-7425. It is an open line Friday. We will begin with Ovega. You're going to be up first. Welcome. Yes, good afternoon. This is my thinking. I think that the Democrats are going to circle the wagon.
2: Everybody who's in power is ensconced. I think they figure they will fight with Trump for four years than to deal with Kamala Harris for eight years. Four
1: years will give uh, the guy out in California a chance to pull his stuff together and clean up his record. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So you say that about Newsom, and Newsom is the media darling. We should be honest because he, he's approachable to the media. He's progressive enough for much of the media. But, I mean, I do talk to Democratic Strategies. Some of them are friends of mine. And almost to a person, they say he's actually too progressive, that uh, Democrats will attack him. The problem is they think he might be able to get through a Democratic primary and Republicans would eat him alive. That, that That's why they like uh, – Andy Bashir is growing on these Democratic strategists, as a progressive Democrat who appears moderate. Gavin Newsom is a progressive Democrat who does not appear moderate. Uh, but yeah um, – I, to your other point, though, yeah, I think Democrats would probably uh, – Donald Trump is a fundraising bonanza for the Democrats, uh, letting back in power, and they can be united against him as opposed to trying to deal with the disaster that is Biden-Harris. 877-973-7425. John, you're up next. Welcome. Well, hi, Eric. I really enjoy your show. I have a couple of questions that are sort of related. I think it's easier for the Democrat Party to just get behind Joe Biden. Um, win the election, try to win it, the media is going to help, and then by summer, maybe uh, he steps down, and you have an automatic uh, Harris as president. The the
3: other question, and I just, I would love your take on that, and the other question is, what if Haley were to drop out and throw all her support behind Trump? I mean, how would Trump's numbers against Biden look then? I'll just Sure. Well, look.
1: Okay, so let's say, yeah, okay, they can take the chance, but go back to the story I just read, that, that a growing number of independents actually say, you know, Trump really wasn't so bad. That's a big red flag for the Democrats, couple that with special prosecutor. Can they take the chance of throwing everything they've got to getting Joe Biden re Now, for those of you who think Joe Biden cannot win re-election, don't get overconfident here. There's a man named John Fetterman. He debated a doctor named Mehmet Oz and mopped the floor with Oz in the election despite being a disaster in the debate. I mean, if John Fetterman could get elected in Pennsylvania, don't think Joe Biden can't get reelected. But I think the odds go up every day in, in Trump's favor. I mean, Donald Trump could not ask for for more moronic opponents to run against than the people running the Biden team. Remember, it was it was Barack Obama himself who uh, reporters reported just a few weeks ago went to Biden and said, you got to shake up your team. It's not up to snuff to beat Trump. He's a real threat. Start taking him seriously, Joe. Move your team over to the campaign and get going. And the Biden and team resents Barack Obama's advice. It's remarkable. A man more successful politically than Joe Biden, they resent his advice because they blame him for Donald Trump's election. They actually... Biden's team blames Barack Obama for Donald Trump's election they believe whether you or I do they believe that had Obama supported Biden in 2016 he could have stopped Trump instead he went with Hillary Clinton that's what the Obama that's what the Biden team believes it's just insane but that's what they believe Ken you're going to be up next welcome to the show Hi, Eric. Uh, Long time listener. Love
3: your show. The question I don't hear anybody asking is the National Archives. They knew right away that Trump had all those secret documents. How did they not know that Biden
1: had all those secret documents? It took them, what, six years to finally figure that out? That Great question. Now, it was the National Archives that raised the flag. Um, so they did find out. But yeah, they dragged it out. My guess, in all honesty, is that, well, some of it they wouldn't have known. Uh, let me explain this part. So Biden has classified documents going back to his time in the Senate, which is a really big no-no. You go to jail if you're in the Senate and you keep classified documents and, and they're giving Biden a pass on that, which we, but I personally think, and the timeline suggests, that they decided they needed to look back on Biden after having done everything they did with Trump. We should look back, and that's when they found it. Uh, it was the archives. Uh, they did go to Biden's lawyers. Remember, they did the same thing with Mike Pence about the same time. They, they Because of, the, because of the, the Trump stuff, they did the same thing with, with Biden, Bush. They did it with Mike Pence. It was all at the same time. The archives are like, well, I guess we should look at everybody, not just Trump. And they did. And they were like, uh oh. And they went to Biden's lawyers. And it turns out Biden had way more stuff than even the archives knew about because Biden had a lot of classified stuff from his time in the Senate, which doesn't go to the National Archives. That stuff's supposed to stay in the Senate. And, I mean, that that's the thing you do have to understand is that presidential vice president records go to the archives. Senate records stay in the Senate. So they didn't even know about the massive pile of classified documents for when he was in the Senate. But I do think it was all about the time, okay, we went after Trump for this stuff. We know about Trump. And they went after Trump because it was the end of his administration. They're doing the audits. Uh, they're shipping stuff to Florida. They're already squabbling, and so they begin to be aware of it. And that just put the uh, radar up for Biden's troubles, and they began looking. And sure enough, they found he did pretty much the same thing. But the difference, of course, is they've decided that Joe Biden is not mentally astute enough to stand trial, according to the special prosecutor. It really is. A, I, and I honestly, I I really do think Donald Trump could, could play with this and have, have a fun time with it that um, Trump 2024, only one of us is mentally competent to stand trial, and it's not Joe Biden. Or Trump 2024, Joe Biden's White House, Joe Biden's administration says Joe Biden's not mentally competent to stand trial, but I am. I mean, he really could have a lot of fun with this when you think about it. It is Joe Biden's administration, his special prosecutor, who has concluded that Joe Biden does not have the mental fortitude to stand trial for what they say are the same crimes Donald Trump committed, withholding classified documents. It is remarkable that this is where we are in the political process right now. It is remarkable. More polling is coming out showing the precarious position of the Democrats in Wisconsin now According to, I mean, it's a good pollster. It's like a gold standard pollster. Donald Trump is winning in Wisconsin. Donald Trump is winning in Georgia. Donald Trump is winning in Nevada. Donald Trump winning in Nevada. That is a big deal the Democrats have to contend with. If you add Wisconsin, Georgia, and Nevada to Donald Trump, you have 267 electoral college votes already for Donald Trump. 267. He only needs, what, three more to win. You've got Arizona. you got Michigan. you got Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, actually, there's some polling that suggests Trump's doing well there. If he wins Pennsylvania, that's 286. That's a really big deal. The Democrats are shell-shocked today. So, okay, there's a fantasy among older people in the media, and it goes like this. In 1970, what, three-ish, four-ish, the wise men of the Senate went down Pennsylvania Avenue to Richard Nixon and said, Sir, you're going to be convicted in impeachment. It's best for you and the country if you resign. Nixon, who said he wasn't a crook a few weeks earlier, resigns. And there's been this fantasy among reporters over the years about the wise men in the Senate, but it's always about going to the Republican president. There was a fantasy when Trump ran, the wise men in the Senate would go deal with Donald Trump. No. Notice there's no talk today. A media that, that I mean, the circle of jerks got together, went blind in the bathroom together talking about the 25th Amendment for Trump. There's really not a conversation being had about the 25th Amendment for Joe Biden. There's really no conversation about the wise men of the Senate going to see Joe Biden. I mean, can, look at the Senate. There really aren't any wise men left in the Senate to go talk to Joe Biden and tell him, uh, dude, you gotta, you got to leave for, for the sake of America. The, the, I mean these are the people who believe Trump is a fundamental threat to democracy. If he's such a fundamental threat to democracy, you've got to remove from office or have not run for reelection a man who a special prosecutor from his own administration says is senile. This is so much like the global warming crowd that lectures the rest of us and stays on their private flights if it's no big deal. I mean, these are the Democrats who lecture us about threats to democracy and want to leave a senile old man in charge of the White House. I mean, our enemies are looking at this. Our allies are looking at this. And our allies know Joe Biden's not right in the head. And the enemies are looking at this salivating. It is a remarkable thing to behold after all the lecturing of the Democrats how they're not willing to do what they expect everyone else to. They will not practice what they themselves have long preached. And that makes this whole thing even funnier.
2: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Lucky.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Howdy. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. Oh, Bob, I really need to take your phone call right now. Welcome. How are you?
3: Doing well, Eric. Got a quick question that I'll drop off. Question is, would Biden strengthen his hand by dumping Harris? and picking somebody else for the VP going into the election.
1: Okay, so uh yes and no. Uh yeah, I mean clearly she is literally the most unpopular national politician in America. That that's not uh, a, a lie, that's not an exaggeration. She literally is the most unpopular national politician in America. She's more unpopular than Trump, Biden, Pelosi, McConnell, uh, Schumer, Johnson, uh, you name it, she's the most unpopular. So, yeah, he would improve his standing with independent voters who know that if they're voting for Biden, they're really voting for Harris, and that's why they don't like him. But with Democrats, it would be awful because she's the first black female vice president in American history, and he picked her to solidify ties. Um, It just— just. um, Yeah, that's just, it's, it's remarkable, but this is Kamala Harris we're dealing with and Kamala Harris is not ready for prime time. And now deep thoughts by Kamala Harris. That was Deep Thoughts by Kamala Harris. I mean, th- this is this is the problem here. Uh, Kamala Harris does not say smart things ever. Uh, and uh, she is terribly, terribly... Uh, well, I mean, she's out of her league when it comes to governance. She shakes up her staff repeatedly. She doesn't do the homework. Her staff has criticized her. I mean, here she is today.
2: Because now what people... Perhaps had never seen before can be seen to know what's possible, but the brilliance of this inaugural class and its leaders is the ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been, and then to make it real
1: uh, <laughs> This is the woman who's vice president of the United States um Oh, my gosh. God bless them. Y'all, this is is really actually funny to watch. It is really funny to watch. Biden campaigned in 2020 telling Democrats, don't worry, I'll be a one-term guy. I'll stop Trump and leave. And then he gets into the White House. The power goes to Jill's head, and Jill convinces him to run for a second term, committing elder and spousal abuse along the way i got to tell you about Old Glory before I get out of here. Old Glory Bank is my bank, y'all, and I love them. Uh, I love them because I can put my money in the checking or the savings account and it's not going to get eaten alive by fees. I can take cash to the local retailer up the street from me. It happens to be a CVS. Give them cash. Uh, tell them I'm there to deposit it in my Old Glory Bank account. They do it. There are 85,000 locations around the country that this is possible at, and it works. It really works. You can do loans with them. VA, FHA, conventional, you name it. Um, they have great budgeting tools. They've got great online bill pay. It's oldglorybank.com. You can actually get uh, set up with Old Glory Bank in eight minutes or less online. You can do it for yourself or your kids. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, oldglorybank.com. I use them. I really do love them. You will too. oldglorybank.com. Go get an account set up today.
0: 18
1: plus. Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here and the phone number on this open line Friday is 877 973 7425 should you wish to be on the program. This happened just a short time ago. The vice president of the United States Kamala Harris asked about the report.
2: I'm glad you asked. Um listen I have been privileged and proud to serve as Vice President of the United States with Joe Biden as President of the United States. And what I saw of that report last night, I believe is, as a former prosecutor, um, the comments that were made by that prosecutor, gratuitous, inaccurate, and inappropriate. October 7th, Israel experienced a horrific attack, and I will tell you, we got the calls, the President and myself, in the hours after that occurred. It was an intense moment for the Commander-in-Chief of the United States of America, and I was in almost every meeting with the President in the hours and days that followed countless hours with the Secretary of Defense, the Secretary of State, the heads of our intelligence community, and the President was in front of and on top of it all, asking questions and requiring that America's military and intelligence community and diplomatic community would figure out and know how many people were dead how many are americans how many hostages is the situation stable he was in front of it all coordinating and directing leaders who are in charge of america's national security not to mention our allies around the globe for days and up until now months So the way that the president's demeanor in that report was characterized could not be more wrong on the facts and clearly politically motivated, gratuitous. And so I will say that when it comes to the role and responsibility of a prosecutor in a situation like that, we should expect that there would be a higher level of integrity than what we saw. Thank
1: you. Oh, okay. Is this undermining democracy and the rule of law? Because when Republicans questioned the special prosecutor against Trump, uh, we were told by the talking heads of the press that that undermined the rule of law. She's saying this is politically motivated? She's saying it's politically motivated that she wants a higher in level of integrity than what we saw. That, that I believe, undermines the rule of law. believe that completely undermines the rule of law. Uh, my goodness gracious. Uh, but, you know, this is, again, she's performing. Uh, you could hear her voice quivering like she was about to cry because she's so upset about it. This is why Biden won't ditch her. Uh, because she is a great attack dog for Joe Biden, the way she came after Biden in the Democratic primary in 2020. This this is exactly uh, what they want. Um, it is remarkable to to watch the Democrats do all the things they said if Republicans did were undermining the rule of law. And, of course, they, they know the press won't hold them accountable. They won't hold them to the same standard. It's just remarkable to watch. Uh, to the folds we go, Pierce, welcome to the show. How are you?
3: I'm good. After hearing that, I'm like, oh, my gosh, help us, Lord. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, um, and I'm fixing to say something and there's going to be some folks. You're probably going to get some nasty emails saying I'm a racist or whatever.
1: Uh Oh, but
3: uh oh, yeah, I do not want I do not want the 25th Amendment invoked on Biden. And here's my reason. Why give the Democrats another feather in their hat saying what well, we had the first black female president when she didn't even earn it through votes by the people by running for election she wasn't elected she inherited it so and of course if she's running for president as the incumbent if you disagree with her you know what the media is going to say oh well you're you're misogynistic and racist racist yes and misogynistic because she's female
1: yep Oh so, yeah.
3: I mean A- and look, I mean, let's
1: be honest here too. If the Democrats pulled the 25th mm-hmm. amendment or or they they did push Joe Biden out, they really will take the moral high ground and with low information voters, that may actually be persuasive to say, look, we Fair. replaced our guy. Uh, We replaced it with Kamala Harris, who you may not like her, but she's competent. She's articulate. She doesn't have Alzheimer's. She's not senile. And and meanwhile, you've got Donald Trump, who's indicted. Uh, You're you're absolutely right on this, um, that for the sake of the country, we probably should want Joe Biden to be replaced. But uh, for the sake of the 2024 election, do we really want the Democrats to do the right thing? (laughs) What a horrible election year. I'm not a fan of of the the candidates on either side. I I, I certainly think outcome-wise Trump would be better, but my goodness gracious, um, I would rather have a root canal without anesthesia uh, done by a blind, obese, naked woman than vote for Joe Biden or Donald Trump in 2024. It's just this election is painful, not excited by either side. Uh, and, and yet, this is where we're headed as a nation, uh, unless one side or the other gets a clue. And I really don't want the Democrats to be the one to get the clue, because, I mean, we're literally dealing with a special prosecutor who says, appointed by Merrick Garland, who says the that the Democrats are insane. Now, um, I, I listen. I, I I got my my uh, team here. Charlie and Philip, uh, and I'm trying to get an answer from either of them, and I can't talk to them down the line, and I've been texting them now for the last uh, now 10 minutes, and will someone just look at my text message and respond, please, because I would like to cover the breaking news if I can cover the breaking news, but I need one of you to actually vet it before I actually look at it, and nobody seems to want to respond to my text messages, so please... Um, look at what I just sent and see because Hillary Clinton has been at Columbia University and the Nazis have, well, the Hamas protesters have invaded. They have taken over her speech. They're holding swat stickers and telling Hillary Clinton that she will burn. Uh, Says one of the students, I'd like to play you the clip, but I can't listen to the clip without it going over the air first. So I need one of them to listen to the clip and nobody's responding to me. Um, so we'll see if, if we, but yeah, Hillary Clinton, I mean, if you, things can't get worse for the Democrats today, <laughs> you've got, uh, all of this, uh, Joe Biden stuff. And now Hillary Clinton is trying to talk at Columbia university and the Hamas supporters are melting down, accusing her of being a Nazi. Oof, that's, that's really not a, a great thing actually, um, the Democrats are losing You know, by the way, the Biden uh, administration is almost sending the entirety of the White House to Dearborn, Michigan. Um, and it's uh, it's just. um Crazy. Oh, thank you. Thank you both now responding. So, yeah, this is you can hear part of this just so you get the flavor of this Hillary Clinton getting on stage.
3: Thank you very much.
1: Let's see here. As as it rounds up Hillary Clinton, she's speaking at Columbia University.
0: That's my name. You That's are right. A war criminal. The people um, of Libya, the people of Iraq, the people of Syria, uh, the people of Yemen, sir, the people sir, of, I am of going to Palestine, to as well as the people of America, will we never
2: are violating us. the university I called the of Roder-
1: I'm- and it goes downhill from there. I mean, they're, 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 Clinton is just kind of smugly looking at him. Y'all, this is part of the problem for the Democrats as well, Michigan. Michigan is a key swing state, uh, and it is a, a swing state with enough electoral votes to matter. It's got 15 electoral college votes. It is a complete swing state. Dearborn, Michigan is going to be a close state. Dearborn, Michigan has a a heavy Islamic population. They're furious with the Biden White House. Literally, the White House is sending almost the entire staff to go to Dearborn and make nice with the uh, Islamists in Dearborn who are upset about the Biden administration's stance on Israel and now you got these people showing up with SWAT stickers, calling Hillary Clinton a war criminal, denouncing administration policies in the Middle East. What what a what a a mess! What a mess for the Democrats to have to deal with this. It's it's actually, can we just acknowledge it's kind of funny? It is kind of funny, Bob. You're going to be up next. Welcome to the show. Hey, good afternoon, Eric. You having a good day? Oh, I'm having a great day. It sounds like it, boy.
3: The demo. You are a fortunate man. The Democrats are, and the GOP are giving you so much material, yeah. you know, to talk about. You you've got a job security there. What I was calling about is to say that I listened to your critique of Kamala Harris, and if I understood her point right, she was disappointed that they characterized Biden as an old man incapable of being prosecuted because of his mental deficiencies, and that she then went on to say how great he was doing when she was there. Well, if that's the case, then
1: the special prosecutor could say, okay, that he is competent, then we ought to prosecute him. Yeah, yeah look, I mean, this is, this is why they're playing with fire. You're absolutely right, Bob, that, I mean, if the standard is he's actually mentally fit and sharp, prosecute him. But this is an outside special prosecutor brought in by the administration to review it and his response is that, no, he's not all right. Uh, we don't think a jury would convict him because he he can't remember anything. It's that's that is the problem that the Democrats there's no win here for them. Either Joe Biden is going to be prosecuted for the same crimes Donald Trump is being prosecuted for related to classified documents or he's not because he's not mentally fit to stand trial. There's really no win for the Democrats here, which is why they're going to scream about this. But at the same time, they, they got no fall black, fallback plan at all with, with Biden on this. It really is a remarkable dynamic for the Democrats. So we started the week with the Speaker of the House endorsing Matt Rosendale for the Montana Senate seat, uh, despite the Republicans having Tim Neely, who they like, in there. Uh, Then he walks it back under protest. And then the immigration fight and the mess in the Senate and the backlash of Senate Republicans towards Mitch McConnell and the headlines and the conversations all weekend We're going to be Republicans in disarray, Donald Trump uh, not leading, on and on and on. And at the end of the week, suddenly the Democrats relishing the Sunday shows and all the conversations have either Joe Biden committed a crime or he did, but he's too senile to be prosecuted. And by the way, Larry Hogan has announced he's running for the Senate and the Democrats are in an apoplectic meltdown over that today. Larry Hogan is the two-term governor of Maryland. He's a Republican moderate. He waited until the last day, the last moment to qualify, so no MAGA Republican can challenge him. Uh, Donald Trump will probably keep his mouth shut on it because he'd love to win the Maryland Senate race and pick up a control of the Senate because it looks like he's going to get reelected to the White House the way the Democrats are going. It's a really bad day for the Democrats who all week long were expecting to have just a really wonderful, grand, glorious day. It's very, very funny to watch how the table turns. One day it'll be us. One day it'll be us who we think we're having a great weekend. At the end of the week, it comes crashing down around us. But today is not that day, and we should enjoy it. You'll enjoy using Stamps.com to save money for yourself or your business when you ship packages. If you go to Stamps.com, you click the microphone, and you put in Eric, E-R-I-C-K, you can get a great limited-time offer from Stamps.com with some free postage and a free digital scale. And you can start shipping with stamps.com. There's no long-term commitment. There is no contract to sign. You get great rates, up to 89% off the post office at UPS. The even more brilliant thing, sure, saving money is great, particularly 89% savings. But then you don't even have to stand in line. You measure your – you weigh your packages with the digital scale they send you. You print your label on your printer. You stick it to the package, and then you flag the post office UPS wherever you're sending, and they come pick it up so you don't stand in line. So you get all your packages done and then say, hey, come pick them up. You don't have to lug them to the the distribution center or the shipment center. They come to you. It saves you time, and it saves you money. They've been around for 25 years. They're going strong. I love them. I've used them multiple times last week sending gifts to people. You can order supplies off their website as well. It's just great. Go to Stamps.com. Click the microphone. Put in my name, Eric. You can get shipping and saving with Stamps.com today. Really will just help you and your business. And again, avoid the lines.
0: 18
1: plus hello there welcome it is eric erickson here the full number this open line friday eight seven seven nine seven three seven four two five steve welcome to the show hey eric
3: i'm now aware that being elderly is a defense to uh, criminal charges so being on a fixed income and my wife being a lady of a certain age i'm trying to convince her to go knock over a couple of uh, convenience stores and supplement our income so I thought you gets a good plan.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah, as a matter of fact, I am leaving the show this afternoon uh and flying over to Louisiana. Uh, my mom's birthday was a few weeks ago and I missed it. So I'm going over this weekend I um, to I can take her out to lunch tomorrow and and I'm just going to tell them at retirement age now they're they're in their 80s that if they want to start robbing banks and convenience stores to supplement the income, that that's actually Joe Biden's <laughs>
3: Steve, you're a genius. Well, well vice president, the vice president just said that he's a mentally competent. So if he is, so let's get on to a jury and let him decide. I mean,
1: Yeah. Hey. Oh, exactly. Um, I guess she's in favor of prosecuting him. Steve, thanks for the phone call. You know, so the uh, Ian Sam's White House advisor said that um, that the special prosecutor is not charging Joe Biden with violation of any crime. That, that's what they're doubling down as. The problem is, is that he said he would charge him. With a crime, except he's just not mentally capable to stand trial. It's interesting that trotting out Ian Sams uh, to the briefing room to try to defend Joe Biden on this. The damage control has set in at the White House. They know they've got problems. It's going to be very interesting to see how. And I'll tell you what they're doing. I can tell you what they're doing. They're doing polling right now. I guarantee you they are launching polls today to figure out the damage to this. Now, they shouldn't do a poll today. They should wait until next week because this will be done over the weekend, and those polls are a little bit skewed. although they favor Democrats. You do polling over the weekend, there's a Democratic edge to them. And So if it comes back bad, yeah, they're going to be taking some, some clear actions. It's just remarkable that they're – I mean, they never saw it coming. That's the shock in all of this is they didn't see it coming – They had no advance notice. Uh, We're going to be reading the political obituary of Merrick Garland pretty soon. Uh, Someone's going to throw him in front of one of the subway trains in Washington, Uh, D.C. You know people in the White House today are furious with the attorney general, absolutely furious with the attorney general, that he is not the team player. They thought after lecturing everybody about how the attorney general must be separate from the president and blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah they're they're gonna be spit mad with with um, the attorney general Judy was boring
0: hello then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com
2: it's my little escape
0: now Judy's the life of the party
2: oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon
0: whoa take it easy Judy